Well, the camera daf kuf amudalef, beyond the letter of the law, lifnim mishurat hadin. We actually start at the bottom of tzaditet amudbet, and we go into kuf amudalef. And today we're looking at the the fact that we all know that there's such a thing as the spirit of the law of going going beyond the letter of the law of halacha, understanding the intention of the law, and going and going beyond that. That's the whole idea of bidat chasidut, as the Mesilat Yeshorim explains it in Perikud Chet and Perikud Tet of the Mesilat Yeshorim. What it is to, to be midat chasidut, to understand the intention of the Torah, to understand the intention of Hashem, and to be able to go beyond the letter of the law and actually fulfill the intention of the of the Torah as well. But what are the guidelines? Where does this apply? Particularly in the areas of Ben Adam Lechavero, when we're dealing with matters between people, you're dealing with arguments, you're dealing with court cases, with claims and counterclaims. How far do you have to go in, in going lifnim mishurat adin, saying, yes, it's true, legally, this is my right. But am I required to, to forgo my right sometimes and to go beyond that? Those are the principles that we're looking at here. And it's based on two psukim. The one is in last week's Parsha, in Parsha's Yitro, where Yitro says to Moshe, You'll teach the, the Jewish people the laws and the principles of the Torah. And you'll teach them the way they're meant to go. And the things that they're meant to be doing. That's the one posuk. And the other posuk is from Mishle, from the book of Proverbs, Man tovim, in order that you go in the way of those who are good, virtuous people, tzadikim tishmor, and observe the ways, the pathways of righteous people of tzadikim. Says our Gemara, Itmar, we, had a, we have a case. Dinar this is a, course, a case of professional advice. So they grant that in, in your field, you give professional advice, people follow it, and it turns out bad. It doesn't work for them. How responsible are you? And we're not talking, again, about legal responsibilities. We're talking about moral responsibilities. Any trusted advisor gives advice to an individual, to a family, or to a business. And it can happen. You, with the best of intentions, you give good advice. It turns out not, not, it doesn't turn out well for your client. So this was the case here. One Brysa says, if you are a highly qualified professional and you made a mistake, you potter, this can happen. You've done the best you can. You, you don't have to pay. You don't have to compensate. But Hedjot, but if you are not qualified and you gave professional advice, you're responsible for the outcome. We have another Another one says a, a trusted advisor is obligated to compensate for the damage he causes with bad advice, whether or not he's highly qualified. explains that. When we say that if you're, if you're qualified, you, you don't have to compensate, that's super qualified. Like Danko and Isur, who were very well trained in being able to detect forgeries of coins. They don't need any more studying. They've learned, they've practiced, they know everything there is to, to know on the topic. Such a professional who gives advice is Potter. He's done, what, what more can you do? He's done the best he can. What mistake did the Danko and Isu do? There was a particular unusual circumstance of new coinage had come out that they couldn't have known about, and that's where they made a mistake. Here we have a case study. Rabbi Chia was a banker. Rabbi Chia knew banknotes and he knew forgeries and he knew coins. And this woman comes to Rabbi Chia and shows him a coin. And he says to her, this is good, this is kosher, this is, this is not forged. 
I went out into the marketplace. She comes the next day back to Abichir, and she said, you gave me advice yesterday. And I engaged in commerce with that coinage that you told me was okay, and the coin was rejected. And now the people I bought from have, have, have gone. I can't get the money back. I've lost it. It didn't work for me. Rabbi Chia said to Rav, who worked for him, Zil Khalfeni go and give her payer, give her a new coin. Uchtov Apinkasi Din Esek Bish. And in my records, just write, this was a bad deal, I made a mistake. These things happen, just write it off as an un- unfortunate experience. Danku Isu so why are Danku and Isu are free from paying? And Mishum uh, there's nothing more they could learn. They were experts. Rabbi was also a well-known expert in the, in the topic. Why did he have to pay? Rabbi answers the Gemara, You're right. Since he was fully qualified, and he, and he couldn't have known what happened was an unusual situation, and he couldn't really have known about that unusual situation. Since that was the case, he doesn't have to pay. But... He went beyond that which was required of him, and he compensated the woman. Kidatani Rav Yosef, as Rav Yosef learned, when Yitro told Moshe, that means teach them Torah. Derech means teach them about the laws of Chesed. And Yerch was talking about visiting the sick. And Ba and Ba means burying the dead. And Rashi talks about why you've got to add Bikur Cholim and Kvura if you've already got Chesed, isn't it covered? Et And teach them the laws. Asheya Sun. The Maaseh is what you have to do according to Halakha. But Asheya Sun is what you ought to do. Teach them also what you ought to do, not just what you're obligated to do in terms of Halakha. Zulifni Mishurat Hadin. That's our Gemara. We have a parallel Gemara in Bovah Metziah Daf Lamed, in a case where Rabbi Yishmol, Rabbi Yossi, helps a person unload and load his, his baggage, and the Gemara says, but the Talmud Chochem doesn't have to do that, although there's a din that if somebody's struggling or somebody's donkey is struggling with, luggage, with baggage, you've got to help them unload and load, but if you're a person that, of stature, that, that's just not right, that people should see you loading and unloading baggage, then um, you don't have to do it, you're potu. There was a time when we used to come to the airport or to a railway station or to a ship. A porter would come to your car and take your luggage. That's now you see a chosh of people schlepping in the airport, schlepping suitcases, acting like porters. It's not the fichoide. It's not just Talmud Chochem. You see millionaires also doing that. Schlepping suitcases. It's not, not what one should be doing. If one has a statue, get somebody else to do that. Pay somebody else to do that. You shouldn't be schlepping. And Rabbi Yishmael shouldn't have been schlepping. Answers the Gemara, he did Lifni Mishurat Hadin, and the Gemara brings the same Limud, the same learning that we have from the, from the Din of Yisra. But then we have a third piece of Gemara in Bovah Metziah Daf Pei Gimel, Omud Aleph, where the, we have a case of Rabbah Bar Hanan, the question was, was Rabbah Bar Hanan or Rabbah Bar Avuna, where the porters, he got porters to carry his, his wine, and they, they broke them, they destroyed a fortune of wine. So he took their coats as security until they could pay for the damage they caused. They came to court. They came to Rav. And Rav said, give them back their coats. You can't take their coats. So Rav, Rabbi Barachanan says to Rav, Dina Hachi, is that the halacha? Is that the law? Amrele in, yes, that's the law. Laman telech bederech tovim. It's not the law in Choshen Mishpat. It's the law stated by Shlomo HaMelech. 
Get by King Solomon in the book of Proverbs, Laman Telech, Bederet Tovim, that's a good thing to do. And from you, we expect you to go more than the law. And so he gave them back the, he gave them back the coats. These porters came back to Rav and they said, you know what, thanks for giving us back our coats. Sorry we messed up your wine. We're very poor and we actually don't have any money. And uh, they, they want him to, they want money from him. Says Rav to, to Rav Baravchan, Zil Hav Igrayu. Now pay them their, their money as well. They didn't deliver. And again, these are, these are kablanim, like as we discussed. These are contractors. They were supposed to collect the barrels of wine and deliver the barrels of wine. They didn't. They broke them on the way. Nevertheless, says Rav, pay them as well. Give them back their coats that you took and pay them for their work. Is that the din? Yes, the second part of the, of the same pasuk. Preserve the way of, of tzaddikim. Be sure to go beyond the letter of the law and do what you need to do. Says Rashi, This is talking about a case of going beyond the letter of the law. So we have our case in Bova Kama, we have a case in Bova Metziah. Both of them learned from Yitro. Both of them learned from and we have a case in Bova Metziah with the with the wine and the porters and Rabbi Bar Hanan, and there it's a different posik we bring from Mishle. Asks Tosfus in Bova Metziah Daf Chaf Dalid, and in our Tosfus here on Daf Kuf. The reason I bring the Bova Metziah and Daf Chaf Dalid is because it's articulated far better. Sometimes Tosfus isn't written that well, and that's because, for example, the Tosfus on Bova Kam is not written by one person. It, it was put together by the Talmudim, and there are different people who have written it, and it's a bit messy. Uh, Tosfus of Bova Metzia was, was edited by, by Rabbi Leza Mituch. Rabbi Leza Mituch was one of the late Baalei Tosfus of the 13th century, and a master editor. And he collected the Tosfus in Bova Metzia, and he, he put them together, and he wrote them, and they read beautifully. We, we're going to soon get to Bova Metzia, you'll see the difference. And this very Tosfus, it says the same, it re- goes through the same reasoning in the school of Tosfus. This is the question they asked and this is how they answered it, but it's explained more, it's articulated more clearly in Bova Metziah, that it's the same thing here. And, the, and Tosfus says, so why is it that the first two sugyas bring the, the posuk from the Torah and the third one brings from Tanakh? Why bring a posuk from Tanakh if you can bring one from the Torah itself? Why not bring a, the posuk from the Torah, asks Tosfus, a very powerful Tosfus. Answers Tosfus, There was loss in the, in the third case. The first two cases is about doing, going beyond the letter of the law. But in the third case, it's actually accepting loss. That you don't have to do, and that's not required. That's why it brings the posuk of There's a major chidush in this Tosfus. Can you see what it is? What's the chidush in the Tosfus? So Tosfus says, why don't we bring the Posuk from the Torah, from the Posuk from Yisra, in Pei Gimel as well, in Bova Metziah Pei Gimel? He says, because Bova Metziah Pei Gimel, there's loss. And in loss, what, what does Tosfus actually say? The words of Tosfus, You don't have to go if it entails loss. You go if it means doing something extra, but not if it entails loss. So the Chidush in Tosfus is Lifni Mishra Asadin has a limit. You don't have to do Lifni Mishra Asadin when there's loss. So what's the posuk then that the Gemara brings? The, the Rav says to Rabbi Baba Hanan, what does he say to him? You've got to do it. Give them back their coats and pay them their wages. 
And Rashi says that's Lifni Mishra Sadin, says Tosfos. No, it's not. Tosfos disagrees with Rashi. This is not Lifni Mishra Sadin. This is something else. This is Midas Chasidus. There's such a thing as Midat Chasidut, as we said in, towards the end of the Mishra Shishorim, of understanding the intention of the Torah and going beyond the letter of the law. But this is not Lifni Mishra Sadin. So according to Tosfos, okay, all very well. But what's the difference? Why are there two different psukim? So Tosfus says, go back and look at the psukim at the top. The posuk that Yitro says in our parasha last week, that's Lifne Mishurat Adin. This, which Shlomo HaMelech says, that's not Lifne Mishurat Adin, that's something else. What else? What's the difference? Why? Who cares if it's Lifni Mishra Sadin or it's not? If it's learned from the top posuk or it's learned from the second posuk, what difference does it make? But for when you get a situation like this, and you've got to say, what, how do you make sense of this? How do you learn this Tosfus? Rashi says it's all Lifni Mishra Sadin. Ask Tosfus, if it's all Lifni Mishra Sadin, learn it from the posuk in Yisra. Says Tosfus, no, it's not all Lifni Mishra Sadin. There are two separate things going on here. What's the difference between them? Look at the wording of the psukim carefully. What does Yitro say to, to Moshe? Who is the object of the sentence? To who? Am Yisrael, every Jewish person. What does Shlomo HaMelech say? Who's it talking to? Tzadikim. So that means that according to Tosfus, the din of going Lifni Mishra Sadin is not just for Tzadikim and Chassidim. It's for everybody. And we learn that from Yitro. The din of, of where a loss is entailed, that's not for everybody. You've got to be a tzaddik. For somebody to damage you and you still go and compensate them, you pay them. For that, you've got to be a tzaddik. The Torah doesn't expect that of the ordinary person. The Torah expects you to go out of your way when it doesn't entail loss. But when it entails loss, it doesn't expect that. But if you're a tzaddik, it does expect that. And we see that actually in Shulchan Aruch. The Shulchan Aruch says in Simon, Yud Beis in Choshen Mishvat, you can't force people to go Lifne Mishura Sadin. Says there are more. You can't force people to go there. If a person wants to do more than required, if a person wants to go by the Spirit of the law, that's their, their decision. Even if it's clear that that would be the right thing to do, you can't force somebody to do the right thing if the halacha doesn't require it of him. Ve'yesh cholkim, says the Rambam. But the Mordechai and others disagree. And says the Urim, what that means, the Urim v'tumim, nishinirek, de'ach kviyah hainu bidvorim. Aval kula amumoidim dulum b'shamtina le'i b'shulkech. You can't punish him if he doesn't do lifni mishra sadin, if he doesn't go beyond the letter of the door. But you persuade him. The based in the court of law should try and persuade this person to do more than the minimum requirements. Says the Pischei Tshuva, and other sefers we learned the Darchei Tshuva yesterday. This is the Pischei Tshuva, also critically important. The Pischei Tshuva says that in this situation, If a person has the money, even though the din, you paskin the din. Wealthy man is having a court case against poor man. The din is the wealthy man is right. So the Bezdin has to paskin. The wealthy man is right, the poor man is wrong. However, the Bezdin should say, but wealthy man, will it hurt you to pay, to pay up? So pay, compensate the person. Go beyond it. You don't have to just stand by your rights. So we see in Shulchan Aruch that when it's Lifni Mishra Sadin, Bezdin puts pressure on you. 
But if it's not Lifni Mishuas Adin, it's just a Midas Chasidus, as in Bavel Metzia Pei Gimel, their based in wouldn't put pressure on you. That's completely voluntary. If you feel you're a tzaddik and, and you're a derech, you want to go, but derech tovim, that's your decision. So there are three stages. There's what you're entitled to by rights. There's going according to the spirit of the law beyond that, which we all have to do. It's a requirement. It's not voluntary. The din requires of us to go beyond the spirit of the, the letter of the law and based in will try and influence us to do that. And then there's, there's a case of going beyond the, spirit, the letter of the law even if it entails loss. That's not required, but it's the right thing to do. It's Derek Tovim. If you can, that's the right thing to do. And this is something you should, all of us should start practicing, like everything we learn in the Matmonim. I always suggest start practicing it today. Everything we learn in the Matmonim, try putting it into practice today, not tomorrow, not next week. Try doing it today. Where, do you, where can you do it? When you're driving in the traffic, you can do it. Somebody's trying to cut in front of you. Oh, it's my, it's in front of me. It's my right of way. Yes, it's your right of way. There's a lift name, Mishra Sadin, so what? You let the person in. Just look for opportunities to let somebody get the better of you, even though it's your right. To do it just because it's Derek Tovim. It feels so human when you do. It feels so human. To just be able to stand back a little bit and say, what's the big deal? So you let the person, it's okay. It's not the end of the world. Somebody cuts you in the line at the supermarket, it's okay. Let, let, let it be. And to express our humanness to that, both in terms of fulfilling the laws of Parshas Yitro, that there are times when we have to go beyond the spirit of the law. Not in Ben Odom Lamachim, that's Midas Chasidus. In matters of, of religiosity, that's, that's different, that's voluntary. But where it comes to Ben Adam Lechavero, it's interpersonal, we are obligated to go beyond the letter of the law and to forego our rights. But even in situations, sometimes, even if it entails a little bit of loss, if you can manage the loss, so what? Allow yourself the luxury to respond and to react as a human being, as a human being who is, is made in the image of Hashem, not as an animal that is defending its rights at all time, but to be acting B'Tselem Elohim.